That's my chain. Talk shit at this part. About how like the world didn't see it coming. That's my chain. Now you know this fresh, right? You didn't know. I'm so wild. They call me for local, so local. Where they do. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode five of Two Square Girls, wherein uh, we discuss things. M squared about- signing in. Yes, M squared signing in. Thank you. We have to give all of our all of our names uh, to the to the followers so that they know who's talking and when. <laughs> so, M&M. uh, yeah, M and M. It switches who's M to the one power and M to the two power. It switches every episode, and we don't keep track, so we don't expect you to keep track. But essentially, uh, M to the power of one and M to the power of two here, and combined we make two square two square girls. Um, and today we're discussing... Thanks for doing the math on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, my math skills are subpar, but I can do some basic, uh, some basic calculations in my head. I'm sure everyone's very impressed. Um, What's so, the square root of 16? Square to the 16th? Yeah, square root. Like if you, yeah, the square root. That would be so many, that would be so many M's. We would have to do a whole Zoom meeting <laughs> with all the M's to make that happen. <laughs> Uh, this this episode that we have here, uh, episode five, will be about things that are not scams. So um, I think this would be a good place to do that. Our first, actually, are we on episode five or four? This is I think we're on four. This, this is, episode, is episode, four. episode four. That's true. We'll have our bonus material, and that will be episode uh, three point five. So this is episode four, uh, and we're discussing today things that are not scams. Um, this when we were doing <laughs> when we were doing our first episode which was things that are scams um and now we're doing things that are not scams and to talk about what we did a little bit last week we were talking about drink names and i said that mine would be diet woke but i think more appropriately and more uh more relevant to my life is probably the gtl the green tea lemonade not latte lemonade and uh that would be my my actual drink name so we we talked about in the first episode how green tea is not a scam right yeah yeah green tea is a scam yeah um we placed that firmly in the non-scam column um why 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 is it not a scam we have to explain these things in detail if we're defending things that are not scams it's got some great health benefits Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, even the iced version that I drink, I'm supposed. You're supposed to drink. Aren't you supposed to drink like a cup of hot green tea like before a meal to help with your metabolism? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, it helps you digest the food. Right. Uh, so that's why it's in the non non scam column because of its many health benefits and its light approach to caffeine. <laughs> which yeah, I it actually has like. It's a caffeine range is actually a lot healthier for your body than coffee. Yo, even though I, I cannot live without a cup of coffee every day. <laughs> Yo, M to the second power. I think you should give a rating system of caffeinate, like from least caffeinated to most caffeinated. And let's try and put them in order. So the first one, like we'll we'll do like regular uh like you know, green tea. And what else should be okay, so Let's do green tea, homebrew, or not homebrew, uh, cold brew, uh, regular coffee, 
espresso and I don't know, like a regular soda. So let's put those five and like a let's put them on a scale between like caffeinated to not caffeinated. I definitely think nitro cold brew is on the higher end. Ooh, I just the yeah. name. What a name, nitro cold brew. Like it sounds so. It sounds like a <laughs> like a, you're in me those... revealing that I go to Starbucks much more than I would like to admit. <laughs> In one of those, you know those movies like Fast and the Furious or something when they press the nitrous? <laughs> you <go> super fast. <laughs> yeah, right? And then they put the pumpkin cream in it. And it's the, like... Yeah, the, the, it's, that's what it sounds like when you say uh, nitro cold brew. It sounds like you're hitting the nitrous on your, on your life. On your... Okay, so are we putting that at a 10? Mm, do, like energy drinks also are pretty oh, high up. Like, okay, well, I don't have six things. Put me to sleep. Good. Okay. It's really weird. So let's make energy drinks maybe like in the mid to high. So like seven, maybe mm-hmm. like if we're putting if we're putting numbers to these things. So what would be at number one? It wouldn't be green tea because green tea has some caffeine in it. Maybe does herbal tea have any caffeine? I guess you could put like non-caffeinated or really lightly caffeinated herbal teas. Okay. All right. So yeah, let's do that at like one. You know, that's level one. Or um, there's even like sleepy teas. If you think of teas, then you're going to like the negative end of the spectrum. That's true. We, we'll have to we'll have to do a whole nother we'll have to do a no, whole other rating for things that are not caffeinated at all. I put them um, at a negative five. Sleepy tea, <laughs> negative five. All right, so we'll have sleepy tea at negative five. We have lightly caffeinated herbal tea at uh, one one two. We'll we'll do green tea at three. Does that sound right? Yeah, green tea at three. What else did we say? What about soda? Is soda like a five? Soda is sugar more than... It's caffeine, caffeine. but it's more sugar. Not like a Sprite, which doesn't have any caffeine. More like a more like a Coke or like a whatever. You know, like a regular soda yeah. that has that has caffeine in it. I guess you could four. put that at like a four or five. Four or five. Yeah, I agree. Four or five. Um, and then we talked about how... Uh, what about regular coffee? Is that at like a six or an eight? I guess it depends what roast. Isn't blonde roast like more caffeinated i think so okay yeah so, it depends on the roast but in general it'd be like around a six okay so or like a seven I and agree. then you have like the higher like stronger concentrated espressos towards like eight eight nine i agree eight, I, if nine. you have like a double shot it's like a nine okay so so there's okay. that one deadly coffee that's like so concentrated <laughs> that you have to like sip it over 12 hours whoa that sounds like yeah. it's really bad for you. It sounds like it would be something that <laughs> I wouldn't want to put. Could in my kill body. you if you drink it any faster. Honestly, what would they? What would they call it? It would have to be something totally un- like like how nitrous cold brew is like or nitrous nitro cold <laughs> brew is super dangerous sounding. It would have to be something dangerous, but also something that's like, and it makes it if you feel unnatural when you're in in nature, like a dirty Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best name for uh, a really dangerous coffee that <laughs> if if a nitro cold brew is a 10 a dirty tesla is like a 16 <laughs> uh yeah okay oh. so we'll we'll have to discuss that further let's finish our let's finish our rating so where are we at yeah we were at eight with the espresso, and then I feel like I would put like energy drinks right around this range, a little bit Seven. higher. Oh, okay. Like, doesn't like Bang have like three hundred milligrams of caffeine or something like that? Whoa. Like two hundred. And I know that coffee has like one hundred and twenty-five, and green tea has more like around like 
like tea in general more like around 70 to 100 i think 80 90 is usually the peak on tea as well Whoa. i'm not exactly sure okay i i actually i haven't had an energy drink in a long i think when i used to drink energy drinks it was when i was working graveyard shift at uh <laughs> a uh not to be named pancake house <laughs> let's leave it at that i would drink from whole foods i would get gurus that's what they were called and you already know what time it is with a guru <laughs> like that's what it's called it didn't have that much caffeine but it had like ginseng and like all these other things that are uh you know, that, that are supposed to be natural sort of, um, not enhancers. What do you call it? Like naturally caffeinated or natural energy type things. So yeah. I think with those saying like, taurine, but those are just like, it's like those like herbs. Yeah. That are just like, they have the chemical caffeine. Like we get the chemical caffeine out of like herbs and stuff, you know, or like they synthetically then produce it and then they, you know, dude, did so- you know, and I didn't know this and I still don't know if this is like necessarily what they do, but with decaf, do you know how they strip the caffeine from the coffee? They use pig's blood. Isn't that some carry shit right there? <laughs> like that's how, that's the process of decaffeinated coffee or like that was that's one of the processes used to strip wait caffeine. decaffeinated coffee what i've never heard of this you've not heard of this i'm i don't know if they still I have to look this up. i don't know if this is still the process but it's supposed to be like a really it's like a really stringent like process of of stripping the caffeine and i also who's drinking decaffeinated coffee like what kind of vampire shit is that like i i don't understand why you're drinking coffee at all like what the taste that's the worst part <laughs> like unless it's they super soak good. it in methylene chloride or ethyl acetate okay so i know we're doing things that are not a scam but i'm gonna put decaffeinated coffee in scam <laughs> and uh whoa this is so this is a massive scam they put in an extraction vessel this is that's crazy. yeah the more you hear the more you know y'all uh, when it comes to decaffeinated coffee just say no because it it looks and sounds like it it is really bad for you sometimes they use chloroform to decaffeinate coffee whoa what whoa did you read the thing do they use blood of of some animal like it's a sacrifice i'm trying to look for that (laughs) because i definitely heard that somewhere where and after i heard that i could never look at decaffeinated coffee the same i know this is a huge tangent and we're supposed to be talking about things that are not scams but this is important man Maybe there's someone out there pig. who's drinking pig juice. Let's look at someone typed it in before pig juice. Yo, no way. What's it say? Must include pig. Let me see. Must include what? No, it doesn't have. I don't know what. An- Somebody told me it was pig's blood, but it could be some other animal. I don't know. But they use they use something to strip the caffeine because it's such a such a, a process to strip the caffeine that it's a thing. Um, but yeah, no, it, yeah. it's. It's very upsetting because uh, I didn't know that. And then when I did know that, I felt very, uh, I felt very adult. And I was like, oh, this is the way the world works. <laughs> and <laughs> it, it made me really sad because I don't think it's that common, but it's common enough. People ask for decaf sometimes. Like if it's like, you know, after like seven or eight and you're- just don't drink coffee after seven or eight if you want to be that good but some people like need the taste or it, they like associate it with relaxation or something like it's a it's more of a olfactory like response to you know oh. so it some people need it and and they'll drink it for the taster for the uh you know for the routine I guess you know so that's kind of something 
that maybe we should take a look at. Okay, so <laughs> we have wandered very far from our original point and then very far from yeah. the point that we made after our original point, which was to talk about the rating system. Okay, so to recap, we have, uh, you know, sleepy time tea at negative five on the caffeine scale. We have lightly herbal or lightly caffeinated herbal tea at one. We have green tea. We could have like zero caffeinated. Technically zero would be like it's non caffeinated. That'll tea that'll be well. the that'll be the woke milk that we create. <laughs> <laughs> the woke tea. The woke tea. The woke tea and the woke so the woke tea will be slightly higher, but it'll just be water with I don't know, a, a drop of like pomegranate juice to make it <laughs> to make it fancy. And that'll be woke tea. No. No, we'll we'll figure out our woke products later. But let's talk about our uh so yeah, so zero what did you say zero would be? Just not caffeinated tea. Just, then yeah. we have one and lightly have caffeinated, caffeinated tea. Green tea is three to four. And then we have uh soda. Coffee at five. Yeah, we have soda. Oh, yeah, soda at four or five. Yeah, we have soda at four or five. And then we have coffee at six. Between it ranges between like six and eight. Seven, yeah. we have your normal non-jacked energy drink. Also at six is the guru. I think an energy drink, drink comes above coffee though, but like there's also deadly coffee. So coffee technically goes off the spectrum as well. So it goes from six plus. That's what we'll call coffee. Yeah, it just goes six plus. Okay. So we're okay. So and then energy and drinks. Energy drinks. Energy drinks are like seven plus. And then how do you feel about those five hour energy shots? I think those should just be on a scale of things that are like harmful for you because <laughs> those are scams. They have they have a they have caffeine in them. I guess we can place them at the same category as energy. No, drinks. they belong in the scam category. Okay, yeah, yeah. So so we'll have it in the scam category, and then uh, so, yeah, so on. Uh, energy drinks are seven plus, and then espresso is eight to nine, and like mm-hmm. obviously depending on how many shots of espresso you take in your designer coffee, and then. 10 is nitro cold brew and then the the uh deadly coffee that you were describing which i have dubbed dirty tesla <laughs> is <laughs> is going to be at like a like a 12 plus so we we have gone through a whole range here um and and our original point was that green tea is not a scam so you're welcome for the <laughs> for the extra <laughs> extra commentary. i think last time we talked about how K-pop is not a scam. That's true. We and I don't know anything about K-pop, but you had an experience. I understand. Yeah, I know about like some dude who's saying the song name "Wedding Dress." Like my friends in high school used to be obsessed, and they love K-pop. So like they would be playing it and making me listen to it, and I'd be seeing it, and I'd be enjoying it too. Like it's not bad music. Like I get it; it's catchy. And like there's some K-pop that's been like popping off of TikTok too. Some of those like background sounds. That's so interesting because I have heard of something called, and this has nothing to do with K-pop, but the only thing that I have heard that's even remotely like maybe in the niche category is something called Nightcore, which I didn't know was a thing. This was back in the day when I was like tutoring youngins and someone and, you know, this, this little girl would play a lot of Nightcore, which is like remixes of heavy, like heavy metal type remixes of stuff. And I remember stupidly asking her, is this K-pop? And she just looked at me with the most, like, uh, the, the just 
it was just utmost disdain. Like she couldn't believe what this boomer was saying. And I'm like, I'm not that like out of touch. I, I know that K-pop's like a music category. Does that count? But no, it does not. So you're either really into K-pop or you know nothing about it. And I do, I hold a healthy amount of respect for people who listen to a lot of K-pop or like watch K-dramas because I, A, I can't, I don't, I, I watched a couple of K-dramas. Um, Were they good? I can't name them for you. There was one that was like a rip off of like Gossip Girl, but it wasn't Gossip Girl. It was just like the high school elite kids drama I, stuff. That is such... But it was like a love story. They're all like love stories that like I saw. Maybe that's because I saw their like romance category. Okay, we're gonna we might have a we might have a divisive uh, issue here. Is are we putting K dramas in the scam or not scam category? I don't. We don't watch enough to comment. That's but true. We can speculate. We can speculate yeah. Just speculation wise, having me having never watched any and you having watched like slightly, like a little bit, what, where, where should they're heartfelt, but they're not real. That's the thing. Like, it depends. Like, are they influencing women? I feel like they're not influencing. I don't know. I didn't know if I was influenced. Did I like, there are people who are heavy into Kate. Like, it's a, it's a thing. It's like, it's worse than people, not worse, but it's on par with people who are really into like, you know, like Pakistani dramas or like brown dramas. But, (laughs) I, I, I would say it's even more like there's definitely more people who are into K dramas than there are because you don't hear of the average like sometimes you'll come across like a, like a like a a fan of- Turkish dramas are super good I watched a couple of those I think we can place dra- like dramas of any kind or like K dramas specifically because it's kind it's not the same thing obviously not the same thing as K pop but because it's under the same language ish we can place it under non scam for now and then if we have any evidence to. But everything you see on your TV is a scam, and all dramas come through the TV. Okay. Okay. So as a genre, let's let's keep it in the let's keep it teetering. It's on the it's on the you know mm-hmm. it's 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 it can go either way. We're just speculating. We don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. But K-pop specifically, like I I think that's definitely not like as we were saying before, it's not a scam because it's so there's it's just so there's just so much of it and it's so popular and. You know, so I don't powerful. even, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard a whole BTS song, but for some reason I know what they are because it's K-pop. Like, right? Is, am I wrong about that? Are they not? Right. And I can even like probably recognize one of their faces for you, even though I don't know. Yeah. I have zero frame of reference. For like, but if I saw that person, songs. I'd be like, oh, he's probably BTS, met BTS. Yeah. <laughs> because that's how big they are. Even if you haven't, ha- have no inkling of an idea of any of their songs or haven't even heard of one or heard through one which i haven't at all it's still very firmly it's so part of the zeitgeist that it's not a scam so we have placed it firmly in the non-scam column um yeah see we're making progress 20 minutes in and we already have two things in the non-scam column this is better (laughs) this is better than usps is not a yes okay number three on our list of things that are not a scam is the u.s postal service and i have never thought in my lifetime that i would be exposed to people who thought that mail was a, like i mean obviously like junk mail is a scam but actual physical mail that you know circulates chain mail is a scam. that's been around chain well yeah chain mail is a scam that's true but i'm like we're talking about the like the actual postal service and not the band shout out to the postal service <laughs> except not really because you know we're not in 2004 but um <laughs> okay boomer okay no i'm a zoomer not a boomer is zoomer like a boomer but uh uh, but 
is that I know that's a thing because I saw it on on the web but it's we're all zoomers we're all zoomers because we're all using zoom but then who's not a shout zoomers? out to our first two episodes but then who <laughs> recorded on zoom but then that's true that's why the sound quality is so janky listeners on our first two episodes and you know, we, we're, we're still fi- figuring out the technical stuff because we're learning. It's a process. And, you know, it's also because we the very last thing we want is to be taken seriously. So if our equipment and sound quality was all great all the time, it would be very suspect because that would mean that we're taking this so seriously that we have invested uh, a lot of time and effort into it. But we have we, we've we've used up a lot of our mental energy to think about some of this stuff. So we got some changes coming through. That's true. Well, we got some surprises along the way. So for the new year, that's true. That's true. Keep a lookout on your cover art. Hint, hint. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so back to <laughs> back to BTS and K-pop and and stuff. And I uh, no no that we went beyond that. We're back to U.S. Postal Service. That's where we're at. Yeah, we're at USPS. So. Yeah, so, you know, we're not talking about the band, obviously. We're talking about the actual Postal Service. And, okay, not to be a total uh, tangent whore again, but the reason, did you know, and I know this because I saw uh, the one and only interview I ever heard with the Postal Service. They were describing the name of their band, and they were talking about how they named it that because they were putting uh, demos, and not demos, but songs. They were sending them through the actual Postal Service to to make their music when you know when they were all living in different places at one point so if it wasn't for the actual u.s postal service uh we would not have the band the postal service think about that hits blunt meme bam that's 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 real did you know all these private fedex um ups amazon they all depend on the u.s postal service to send packages that they don't think are like gonna like help them make money off of like they would make enough money off of because it's like their their like profit margin is too small on those packages so then they usually use the postal service to send those out what i did not know that yeah so like this these privatized these businesses that look privatized to you right now about like sending like your packages and whatnot they're not they're also working in conjunction with the government they don't talk about and, that when they're talking about knocking when this year when there was like that weird thing where people were trying to what were they even doing protesting it shutting it down I'm like what yeah the mail people really the mail is nothing sacred to you like you really gotta I know right <laughs> I mean like I didn't understand why they wanted it shut down you, like that didn't make sense how do you politicize something that is inherently just part of the fabric of society and has nothing to do with politics like it has very little I guess they were trying like you know they tried to politicize it with because of mail-in votes but that was not even because of actual mail-in it was just because people were like gonna get sick if you went to the freaking voting polls like that didn't even have to do with I don't know the things that this country politicizes it's bullshit because it makes it really difficult to do normal things without having to think about whether or not you're making a political statement like wearing masks also not a scam because (laughs) fuck people who talk about how it's a scam no bro it's not wearing a mask is firmly in the not a scam column like let's 
keep it 100. And I don't think God said anything about your mask. So it's not a religious thing either. Definitely. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your rights or anything like that. And I was, you know, I was listening to or reading people who were like taking the devil's advocate where it's like, well, what, what about all this research and how the companies who are backing up the research that it uh, that you know that wearing masks is helpful for you how they're backed by all these pharmaceutical companies etc and i'm sitting here thinking okay even if it wasn't 100% scientifically viable that wearing a mask is helpful for you and people around you it's a visual reminder to back the f up and in that moment you know in that case it is still helpful because we all know i think masks protect your rights you know how they protect your right to life there you go man it's always weird when people like when some of these demos enter you know overlap the people who are pro-life are also weirdly anti-mask like where's the logic <laughs> like <laughs> right i don't understand how you're pro-life yet you don't want to help the lives like the orphans and the homeless lives over here like the lives that are you're so pro-life but you don't care about the lives that are actually alive yeah it's it's a very awkward uh you know awkward thing to consider because there's there's so much there's so many contradictory beliefs that people hold but this one in this very moment the mask thing how it's you know impacting our very current like and like everyday day-to-day lives like it's so awkward when people make the, you know, they kind of, it's a, it's not that big of an inconvenience, like in comparison to getting a virus that will force you to, you know, stay at home and it's messing with your respiratory and like giving all sorts of effects later. It's not a huge trade-off. So don't be a dick. And also, also we can't predict who is having like the worse or negative effects and the more positive effects. It's a game of probability and chance, honestly, like and it also depends on the strain that you get. Like, you don't know what strain you're going to get exposed to in your area. Right. Um, and, it, and you don't know how it's going to affect your body. Why do you want to take that risk? And I was listening on a different on a different podcast how they were interviewing this NYU professor who was suing his, um, you know, fellow faculty for protesting that he was teaching. He was like in, in his class, it was like a propaganda. It was like a study of propaganda class at NYU. And he was talking about how. Uh, you know the like he was art. He was basically giving the students assignments to research. You know um, these articles, these scientific studies about whether or not masks are effective or whether it's a propaganda thing. And you know, like I, I get the uh, motive and the you know uh, benefits of an exercise like that to ask people to think critically about things which may or may not be propaganda. But like I said, it doesn't even necessarily matter if it's scientifically um viable or not like it doesn't matter if it's scientifically proven if a mask helps you or not like wearing a mask like I said it's a visual reminder you know when you're walking around and you see people with masks you're cognizant that hey uh it's better to back up and be six feet apart instead of you know having uh spread of disease like so in that manner it will always work because it will always be a visual reminder even if scientifically it's it's not it's not always you know there there are varying uh varying levels of study to it so it yeah masks not a scam wear your mask yeah <laughs> this has been a public service announcement <laughs> <laughs> please wear a mask yeah this uh <laughs> this message has been improved by two square girls aka m square <laughs>
Um, do you think vinyls are a scam? What are vinyls? That's right. Like you were, yeah, vinyl. I haven't succumbed to getting a um, record player yet, but if this pandemic goes on any longer, I might just so that I can have that as a hobby in addition to having a podcast. I will also be a uh, vinyl record player, but. Okay, so again, this is one of those situations where I don't have enough information because I don't have enough experience with it, but speculation is in order. Um, what do you think? Do you think? That- I don't own a vinyl record player, but I would love to just to hear like, just to be able to, you know, get some retail therapy in. Yeah, and get the difference in sound. I mean, we came up in a world where most of our exposure to like music and sound and stuff has been um I mean for me it started with what the floppy disk god that's how old I am like I yeah but do you remember how like we used to only basically listen to popular music through like what was coming on the radio yeah radio was big and and then uh you know technically uh little eight-year-old me who was very savvy in these technical matters would get a tape and put it in the tape recorder thing and anytime a song came on I would press the record play button and then it would get mm-hmm. the song from the radio and then I could make my own mixtapes um very janky sound quality mixtapes with uh <laughs> with uh you know the DJ cutting in half the song because like you know at the very end because <laughs> it was from a radio station so <laughs> um <laughs> That's really old school. I remember having like the Walkman CD there player. There you go. You CD like, players. Walk around with the whole That's ass the next thing. step. Yeah, that was the next and, step. Like, CDs. Like the original Beats, I guess. Compact discs. I don't think for half of my time knowing of what a CD was, I knew that it stood for. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I did eventually, but. Yeah, that's CDs are firmly not a thing anymore because uh, everything is streaming now and you know it's just your phone basically and and we were talking about how iPods and and general MP3 players were Does around. anyone even own an iPod anymore? I think iPods are like when when <laughs> are like when iPods first came out people who had Zune and you were like, "Whoa, you have a what? Like what is that?" <laughs> I remember my brother had a Zune and uh he was very firmly um you know, under the impression that Zune was going to be the next big thing. And you probably don't even know what Zune is, do you? I had a Zune. Dude, you had a Zune? I had a Zune and I had an iPod, but I got the iPod after I got the Zune. There you go. That's what it was. The Zune is, that's how I think iPods are considered now. Like how back in the day, people considered iPod users considered Zunes. (laughs) That's what they are now. People don't have them anymore. Because you're right. Like, if- Zunes were the original Android users. I wonder, if there, I wonder if there's a study about people who use Zunes and then people who had Blackberries. I'm sure there's overlap. <laughs> I had a Zune and a Blackberry. Whoa, what? I had like three Blackberries. Yeah, I had Blackberries before they became a thing. I'm going to put Black, even though they're extinct, I'm going to put Blackberries in the non-scam column. I love those things. I don't care if they had buttons. They were the best. No, I love that they had a whole ass keyboard. Like that was the best part. The of only thing that almost ruined it for me was somebody told me that, and this was in the you know like 2010s decade. Someone was like, "Yeah, so when Drake was recording his uh, albums, he would write his raps on on Blackberries." And I'm like, "Ah, like I don't want one now." <laughs> like I was so upset that this like. <laughs> <laughs> that this mainstream artist that people were like, ooh, this guy's good. <laughs> like, 
in, in like late 2000 late 2000s like it, it, he, he would write it on his blackberry and that's how he would come up with his songs and I was like oh like I don't want to be I don't want to be part of that demo like I mean signs of successful people you could add into that list as well <laughs> I guess I mean, but, he was a successful person yeah but who was the OG successful person Steve Jobs and you know he was Apple, so. Mm. Yeah. But before him, there was, like, Alexander Graham Bell. But I thought, didn't he steal the idea from someone? No. Uh, he, he, I, he probably did just the same way Einstein did, because Einstein was a dick and did that all the time. No one ever talks about that. I remember having to do reports and on, on, like, you know, inventors. Or, you know, when you're in, like, fourth grade mm-hmm. or whatever, you have to do reports on people. And you pick the people that you know from your very limited like nine or ten like nine-year-old like mind. yeah nine-year-old knowledge so you pick Thomas Edison and no one ever tells you he stole most of his stuff from like people who were trying to go to patent offices and like get it and he just took credit for it and he would like invite other inventors to his home and then jack their ideas he was the original Zuckerberg <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah <laughs> you heard it here on two square girls thomas edison <laughs> was the original or so, yeah it was sorry it was edison not einstein I, I was maligning i was slandering einstein for no reason it wasn't einstein it was thomas it was edison yeah yeah einstein was legit he he's not a scam <laughs> he's in the non-scam yeah. column einstein non-scam column edison scam column just to be just to be clear um wait what was our original non-scam we we did Um, masks and then we oh vinyl okay so vinyl yeah back to back to this (laughs) wait we were on ipods right but it under the that's under the umbrella of talking about whether or not vinyl records are scams because ipods are extinct and so not extinct but they're not used whereas people still use (laughs) record players making them timeless so and at least iPods went extinct before some other animals. Really? Which which animals? Which animals in the I don't know which other which every every animal that's not extinct yet, but is probably endangered. Yeah, there I think, you know, we're gonna have to do a whole other show about how uh certain animals, like right after they're discovered, it's discovered that they're also going extinct. And that is very sad. We'll have to do that in the same episode that we were talking. Remember how we were talking about how the Bronx Zoo, one of the tigers, got coronavirus, and we were wondering how. Mm. We'll have to do. We'll have to do in that same episode. We'll talk about animals that are going extinct. That'll be our nature nature episode. <laughs> yeah, we could draft some great facts and like raise some awareness about animals in that episode. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if we're, we have enough uh, knowledge to do to do that particular episode, but. Yeah, no, we'll we'll put it in the we'll put it in the um in the list of things, the ongoing, never ending list of things that we have to talk about. So vinyl records. I know that people talk about how the sound is better and that you can really feel the music. So just speculation alone makes me want to put vinyl records in the non scam column. How about you? What is your consensus? I agree. People tell me that like the sound quality is completely different on a vinyl record and you don't know until you hear it on a vinyl record. So I guess we got to get a vinyl record and hear it out, man. Uh, yeah, we can we can do that. That would be a what would be a non scammy place to buy it, though, because like 
Do you think Urban Outfitters counts as non-scammy to buy a no. UO is firmly in the scam column, bro. Like they're the <laughs> they're the actual. Did you know? Okay, I know this is very dated of me to to say this, but at one point, like from that show New Girl, where they had the douchebag jar, they were selling douchebag jars at Urban Outfitters for like twenty bucks. I'm like, that is a mason jar with a post-it note get the fuck out of here <laughs> like are you serious <laughs> urban outfitters are you really trying to send are you really trying to sell this to me right now like and it's like uh it's like at the uh, in the anthropology store when they're selling like a bundle of wheat <laughs> like <laughs> for how much though i'm like the things white people will buy like what is this it's not it wasn't like a sprig of lavender there was no function to it except for an aesthetically pleasing bundle of wheat but that's uh, how much was it there were yeah there was a there was a spectrum it ranged from like 5.99 to like i don't know 30 or something like so basically started from six dollars yeah six and up because there were different sizes in case the smaller bundle of wheat did not tickle your fancy you could (laughs) purchase the larger bundle of wheat and uh, it was. <laughs> I cannot imagine what compels a woman to want to buy that. Uh, you know, we're a guy. I don't know who shops at Anthropology these days. Like, I haven't <laughs> been to one in a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you're you're not wrong though, because these things that people purchase, it makes me feel weird. Um, because I <laughs> there's no there's no functionality to this to this bundle of wheat. It's just it's pleasing to the eye, I suppose. And, you know, if you have it goes in the scam column. Yeah. If you're having some kind of like folk indie party, like you could have that just, you know, you could just have bundles of it everywhere. Like, why not get lavender or something that smells nice or like, you know, a bundle of sage or even just a bundle of herbs, like dried herbs like that would be cool. Um, but no, it was just wheat. Um so buying vinyl record neutral keeping it basic (laughs) buying okay so are we talking about buying a vinyl record or buying a vinyl play a record player because those are two i would think that you need both you need the vinyl record to play on the vinyl record player true um in turn i wouldn't know where to get like a, a a good quality vinyl record player i mean i'm sure online has a bunch of them i would probably just get a used one if i'm a beginner like that like I, if i'm not super invested in the outcome of my um you know it, uh, not the outcome but rather if i'm not super invested in spending a ton of money in research i would just look for like a used one on you know like on a local app that sells people like people around you who are selling things because i'm sure people are selling these things because they don't need them or want them anymore um so you know picking one up that way and then in in terms of records uh you know I don't know that there are a lot of record stores that people go to locally maybe like an antique store and just picking up or not an antique store but yeah like a thrift store I think thrift stores would be Mm -hmm. the place to get like I guess when they're open again um to get a vinyl record for not too expensive just to hear just to compare because I do think that people who have had the experience of listening to vinyl records growing up, like their parents had a record player, um, would very much be serious about placing it in the non-scam column. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think our... Uh, what do you think about music streaming services? Ooh, um, I think they, uh, they definitely fluctuate in terms of scam and not scam i know people who came up on soundcloud and then decided that it was a scam because 
they got too commercial and they no longer serve the artists because they started playing ads well not just ads but you know it was like impossible to make I don't know all of the details but there are people who are very adamantly non-soundcloud because they didn't like the way that you know the the way things progressed after they put their music on there or you know like they took a I don't know I don't know what the controversy was but that one definitely mm-hmm. went from scam or from not scam to scam and then I don't know where it's at now I think people just use it it's like YouTube or whatever people just use it regardless of um you know if you if you're aware of it and you use it then and you used to use it you probably still do uh and then what other streaming services I I think it's Apple versus Spotify (laughs) I think it's I think it's very tragic that Spotify snitches on its listeners at the end of every year that's (laughs) That makes me feel weird because you know how they do the you're most played or you're most whatever or like you know there's all these lists and stuff and and all these algorithms that evaluate there's like a right now there's like an algorithm or some some sort of thing online that evaluates your music taste and gives you a little I'm like I don't want you like back up man back up robots like I'm not trying to have you listen to what I'm like if I want to listen to chain smokers on repeat that's my business like I don't need the world knowing that I don't for- <laughs> they try to make it into a story that you could post for the record I'm like for the record yeah. I, I don't listen to chain smokers on repeat just you know shifty eyed over here <laughs> but if I did this is not like 2017 anymore but don't if worry I, no but if I did that. it wouldn't be anyone's business damn why are you trying to make it hot Spotify like what <laughs> telling everybody my business like if I'm (laughs) if I got Jojo Siwa playing it wasn't because of me I mean I was probably around someone who was listening to it and it got on my Spotify (laughs) like no like you know what I mean like people are entitled to their own shitty music taste if they want to have shitty music taste like it shouldn't yeah there there shouldn't be like a, a whole what to do about people who who listen to something versus other people who listen to something if you're listening to a lot of cardi b man like that's that's like you know you do you <laughs> like cardi b was on my top list <laughs> like or you know or anything else really it doesn't i think music should stay firmly in in the you know it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be speckled with this <laughs> with this judgment that people get around this time of year when all of these lists and all of your like most listened to or your most you know your most searched artist or whatever the case may be like it's fun to share with your friends and stuff but I keep that stuff private like (laughs) you don't have to know what I'm listening to all the time like unless I want to share it and thereby putting out like a playlist or whatever um so I don't know I I enjoy my Spotify raps that's like yeah. cool to see what I listen to over the years. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like an interesting reminder. It'll be like, this is your most played song. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was listening to this song a lot when I was going through this experience. <laughs> I must have really, like, had a really good experience. You know, it's like yeah. you get to have the positive memories, well, that's, too. That's, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. The pros to that, the pro, the pro, you know, uh, part of that is that you get to listen to stuff that you heard earlier in the year and then you forgot about. And then, oh, hey, like my you know, wrap up playlist is here about things that I listen to. So yeah, that's the positive part of it, you know. Um, and I don't think you have to share it, but but they know. Spotify knows. I also feel a little weird like having any I, I know that this podcast is streamed on Spotify too. So I gotta be <laughs> I gotta be less critical because they are still very widespread and have a have a large reach. 
Um, I don't know. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna put them in the middle. What else did we put in the middle of of uh, of the spectrum? There was another K dramas. That's true. They're in the middle along with K dramas. <laughs> um, so that's where Spotify is. Apple Music. I don't. I mean, it's that's that's probably the one that most like people that I know use because even though you do have to pay monthly for it, like there's like plans. It's not. It's not that much, but then also there's no ads ever. And even though Spotify has no ads ever, I think people sometimes like the um, aesthetics and, and interface of Apple Music more than they like Spotify, which I know it's it's a preference thing. It's like Google and Android users or whatever. Um, what other streaming services are there? There's there's ones that we don't use as much because we're not producing music like Tidal. Tidal was a thing for a while and probably Does still anyone is. anyone use Tidal? I think people who make music and, uh, you know, make their own songs sometimes use it um, or have at least done a free trial at some point. <laughs> uh, I've never used Tidal. It's for more, not, I don't want to say obscure, I guess underground. It's like Bandcamp, but you pay for it. I think you also, if you use Bandcamp a lot, you probably pay for it. I don't really know. Um, I'm not on the music producing side of things, so I don't know much about a lot of these streaming services but i'm sure there will I be use burp oh that's right burp fm shout out to Blalock's indie rock playlist still going yeah. strong after a long time i remember first discovering them in 2009 i think and that wow that was a long time ago yeah. was over you shared that with me in like 2011 2012 yeah I was like, oh my god i love this and i would like listen to every single it's he, going he release like 112 songs yeah. every month and they're all free you could when itunes was it like yeah. the iTunes they were all fire yeah they were yeah i mean there were i mean because there were 120 songs there were probably consistently like three or four that i would play on repeat for the rest of that like week or month because some of the songs were so good for those who don't know what we're talking about mm-hmm. which is probably all of you there is this website by a guy uh, in Texas, I believe. His name is Joshua Blalock. Just like a, you know, random kid. He made a, uh, he made a playlist on Lime. Blalock's India Rock Playlist. B-I-R-P. Yeah. Burp and, and, dot F-M. Yeah. And now he's turned it into, exactly. Now he's turned it into like a whole thing. It's called burp.fm. B-I-R-P.fm. And the cool thing about it is that you could stream like, songs right on there every month comes out with like a bunch of new songs and it's usually just stuff that people sent to him or stuff that he heard around but the the magic is that you don't have to care about like where it's coming from you just listen to all these songs and pick your favorites at least that's what I did and I came up with some true gems I mean sometimes there's more um mainstream music on there like you know songs that you maybe haven't heard of for a while or like maybe a a band a more mainstream band came out with a a song or an album and you hadn't heard it and sometimes it's on there so it's not all just like obscure stuff you've never heard of like I remember at some point they had like new like Passion Pit or like the Killers or you know some of these bands a lot of the songs that I would hear on there would become popular later later like Mm -hmm. um Petite Biscuit Sunset Lover I heard it on his playlist and then like a few months later it blew up yeah and it's not stuff that people like nobody's heard of like you know Foster the People that's that's on featured on there sometimes um Mm -hmm. you know there's there's like you know these bands that 1942 has been on it a couple of times yeah yeah that's it's just a lot of like just whatever he enjoys for the month of indie rock and he drops it on a playlist and it's a great place for 
I know his playlists are on like Spotify now. He even it's has like, a Snapchat. They're they're all over the place and like you know, and it's very understated, which is nice. You know, it's not all up in your face all day every day, which is like you know, it's not like the for like rap where it's like the uh, like very you know, freshman list or something like that. It's not like super commercial. Sometimes it's stuff that you can't even find on like YouTube, and and the only reason it's on there is because someone sent it to him. But then also like to be real, sometimes I get bored with like. Okay, there to be to be honest, there are days where I listen to songs just on repeat all day, every day. And then there's times where I never want to hear a repeat of a song. I just want something different all the time. And those are, are the days that I listen to okay, so you know, Blalocks and that that playlist, that particular and stuff like it, because I don't know, uh, you know, that's just one subset or one website from I'm sure there's an array of indie rock out there, um, like playlists and stuff, but we can place that in the non-scam, right? you know 100%, I know yeah, yeah. and th- this might be a very niche thing that uh, like most people don't care or know about but that's okay because that's what this podcast is is stuff that you perhaps never wanted <laughs> never cared to hear or know about and now you know so it's like that it's like if you're the- into indie rock music you could definitely check it out but if you're not you could just totally skip over it <laughs> yeah if you're yeah exactly if that genre doesn't you know it's not appealing to you um that's okay because that's the whole that's the whole thing about music is you don't have to justify your taste to anyone not even the spotify algorithms <laughs> if you guys know of anything else it's not a scam you can definitely just drop us a tweet at yeah. two square girls yeah, or you can send us an email about it yeah or leave a review about definitely. it definitely if you if you come up with stuff that you know for sure isn't a scam or you just think in your opinion isn't a scam we can discuss it and speculate about it um because that's what we do here uh and you know you it's it's funny because in in talking about things that are not scams we revealed many 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 other things that were scams so we're always looking for things that aren't scams in order to uh alleviate some of the we're just trying to keep y'all woke oh god (laughs) i i think that um we'll have to do several episodes that never ever say the word woke just to palate cleanse some of the excessive use of the word that we have done in the past (laughs) no we didn't use it at all in the first or second episode the last episode is mostly is where we talked about it we Um, dedicated a whole hour to it so i mean i understand we talked about other things didn't we have uh we digressed we did digress we always digress because digressions are (laughs) is where the gems lie (laughs) that's where all the uh, that's where all the sweetness all the juice comes from that's where you learn all the stuff that you really actually kind of need to know and then that's all the reason that you stay in i have found context. another in in talking i have found another thing to debate of whether or not it is a scam fresh pressed juice scam or not scam hmm. i know that's a good hmm. right that one can go either way it's not a scam at home and you can make some great flavors like just by adding a little bit of like spice you know like you know you could do like a ginger turmeric carrot like that's not a scam but then when you buy like i mean if it's fresh pressed it's not a scam but it depends on like the vegetables also having like good ingredients and like i guess they probably would if it's a fresh pressed juice bar i think i think what you're getting at is like buying fresh pressed juice if it's like wildly expensive for no reason is scammy but making it at home and you're actually using the good ingredients and and being very mindful of what you put in your juice and and pressing it yourself is 
not a scam but who really okay who does that though except for like people who are uh you know you're already a little bit weirded out by because they're super into health uh who does a fresh press juice every day what about like those subscriptions that healthy people get? yeah that's true yeah i was gonna I say that like is it a scam if you get like seven days worth of it and you can just have like a whole juice cleanse Ooh. i feel like that's a scam like no, you should not just live off of juice for seven but days like cl- i hope they're but eating what about a it. cleanse though because cleanses are very specific so okay so we'll have to we'll have to um uh shelve the fresh pressed juice to talk about these juice cleanses for a second because i think that they can be a scam if you're not actually doing the whole cleanse because they're selling you this idea that you're going to be all healthy and feeling good after you do this cleanse but then you're they're also counting on you not to finish the whole cleanse so that you will inevitably buy more of the product and that is where the scam lies but I think that having actual an actual juice cleanse where you actually do it is not a scam is that where you make it yourself I get what you're saying. Not even, but like, not even make it yourself. But if you go through, because I mean, a seven day one is really long. Even a three day one, by the like second or third day, you're feeling weird. Like you, you're like, whoa, I'm feeling woozy. Like especially if you're not used to, you know, liquid diets. But are you eating? Are you eating anything else? That's the thing. Like you can't. You got to be eating other stuff. But it also depends. Like you can't just go on like go a juice cleanse, but then eat like McDonald's and really inflammatory foods for your gut for like seven days as well you got to have like healthy foods alongside your juice cleanse say more about gut health i think that you would have a lot of insight into what are good bacteria in your stomach let's let's get educated for a second what in your what do you need in your stomach in order to have good like like probiotics like what's going on probiotics are great prebiotics are great there's a lot of foods that naturally have it you know like yogurt has it um kefir has i feel like that's a version of yogurt um uh what's that thing that really spicy nice thing? kimchi kimchi Ooh. has some great probiotics in it um there's lots of ways kombucha has probiotics in it but like it really depends on people it depends on what suits your natural like gut microbiome as well you know and um i don't like unless you have like a disturbance we usually don't like test your gut microbiome but i mean it doesn't hurt to have like as long as you're eating healthy foods, that's the point of the cleanse though. Like the cleanse is full of like leafy greens and like vegetables that have a lot of vitamins and minerals, right? And your body is like consecutively absorbing those vitamins and minerals on a regular basis for like seven days. Right. And you're like needing that, like you probably like, I mean, I don't know about you, but like, are we always consciously like eating healthy veggies every day? Like if you eat healthy <laughs> veggies every single day in the same quantity, you, and like don't overcook them to the point that you kill the nutrients out of them you can enjoy that food and like get those nutrients as well without having to do the cleanse the juice cleanse that's so important to realize because I think most people I don't know I can only speculate that most people who want to do a juice cleanse it's because they have overdone it in some way or they're trying to prepare for like a exercise diet regimen and so they want to have you know they want to kind of reset their body but that's not how your gut works it's more about what you're putting into your stomach on like a like you said day-to-day basis if you're consistently eating raw veggies uh, as opposed to constantly cooking and overcooking your your vegetables and and your other they don't have to be raw they could be like steamed okay yeah that's that's a good point yeah 
that's a good point and then so so i think that so like a juice cleanse in conjecture with a balanced slash healthy diet is not a scam but a juice cleanse just because you ate like in and out for a whole week (laughs) and then decided to do a juice cleanse like that's scammy because you're paying these they're not very especially the ones that you buy and not just the like you know homemade ones like they're expensive man they're like 70 bucks for like a basic set and how many days is that it's maybe like four days if that like three days probably and you get what do you get in a basic set you get like seven juices and maybe like a couple of like probiotic shots or some extra thing that they threw in but they're not like they're not always they don't always especially the ones that are good for you they don't taste good like they taste kind of like like you said leafy greens and stuff and they don't last they don't they're obviously don't have a very long shelf life because they're um fresh pressed yeah you gotta like drink them in the right few days and so if you haven't like done one before or you haven't worked up to it it can be a scam because by the second day you're gonna break it like just human nature especially if you're you know not if you're not just doing a juice cleanse, you're like going through your day-to-day life with work and whatever else you have going on, kids or whatever. Like it's when you're doing that and you're doing a juice cleanse and, you know, you haven't mentally and physically prepared for something to that effect, you're not going to finish it. And then you will buy another one at some point or, you know, it's it's like a waste of You'll feed into their marketing scheme. I think the yeah. scam here is the part where they convince women or men, whoever is doing um, or others, anyone who is doing this juice cleanse is that they need to eat less. Like that's mm-hmm. no, that's not good. You don't need to eat less to be healthier. I mean, like eating healthy consistently will fa- like fare you way better. And so if you just starve yourself on like a liquid diet, like a liquid diet is not a diet. Ooh. It, it does help you lose weight though. I remember when I had like my jaw when my jaw was wired shut I could only have liquids and I lost weight super quick and uh because your body was using up your like excess and um tissue right as energy but like it's not healthy like yeah it's not that's because you also just had surgery and then the second you probably could eat you probably started to adjust eating to more healthier I don't know. I just remember there was like a two and a half week period where it was like I couldn't I literally couldn't eat solids and like I felt weak like I did. It, that might have been a good time to do a juice cleanse, honestly, <laughs> like that, that <laughs> missed opportunity right there. Um, but OK, so juice cleanses, it, it's you know, it's the depends the the dependents uh, kind of make it either scam or non scam. And then let's go back to our shelved item, which is fresh pressed juice. I think the, like you were saying, the ones that you do, like if you're making it at home or even if you're making like a simple, like you just, you have a juicer and then you throw in some oranges and get some fresh pressed orange juice. That's not a scam. That's like a normal, as long as you didn't spend an exorbitant amount on the juicer and you do use it, uh, it's not a scam. However, if you're paying eight to nine bucks for, which in, in LA, definitely that's a thing. Like fresh pressed juice bars are everywhere still there. I mean, fresh here, pressed juicery. I've definitely, I've definitely that, yeah, gone to the, fresh pressed juicery and place, gotten their juice multiple times right. whenever I'm in the And that place the is a chain. That's like the Jamba Juice of, of fresh pressed juice. You know how Jamba Juice is to smoothies? That's what yeah. fresh pressed juicery is to, to pressed juice because they, you know, a lot of their stuff is, is still bottled. Like it's, yeah, it's fresh pressed, but 
you know, you buy it in a bottle. I'm sure they're making it still, but I'm talking about- Yeah, but it's coming fresh from bottles every single day. Like, it's not, like, freshly pressed. I don't know. Is it freshly pressed on the spot? I don't think so. Some of it is. Some of it is. Like, you know, it's it's not happening in front of you. Therefore, you don't always know. I'm sure it's happening in the bathroom or whatever. But I'm talking about those places where you walk up and, you know, not the stalls where it's very cheap. It's like, you know, maybe three bucks for like a whole thing of juice like that. That doesn't exist in California as much unless you like go somewhere where you it's like a hidden gem somewhere, you know, but these like mainstream type places that aren't chains, but are still like fresh pressed juice shops. They, Mm -hmm. you know, they do it in front of you, but also they're super expensive. Like one like one like six ounces probably is up like five plus dollars if if not more at some of these spots and you know that adds up if you're getting a couple every day that's more than you spend on your you know designer coffee like uh, a day if that's how Mm, I feel like it's equivalent to getting a designer coffee but you're getting like even less coffee now but well I mean and it's not coffee it is technically better for you right I mean it's juice but you know, especially because not all juice is always healthy, even not all natural juices are healthy because of the sugar amount, you know, the content. Wait, what natural juices? The juices that you like, Odwalla and Naked, like those ones? Well, those yeah, those, natural. those still have a lot of sugar in them. Like if you read those them. aren't even natural, though, dude, they just take everything and they like put it into like a massive like they're more like smooth blender. And then they're no, they're like puree concentrate. Right. They're not like real that's, juice. Yeah, that's what I meant. Actually, pure, they have like 10 like percent juice in them. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, even if you go to one of these spots that creates the fresh pressed juice, like from a juicer and they're throwing the mm. oranges and the stuff and the only time. Yeah fresh pressed juice wasn't a scam was when I was traveling with my parents and like you know you go to like you know Pakistan or something and they have those uh they put it the pomegranate (laughs) fresh pressed uh oh no that's a scam they don't clean that machine they don't that why is that machine a scam it's coming it's coming straight from the pomegranate yeah, but they need to clean the machine in between. They don't clean the machine in between. Trust me, they don't clean the machine for well, months sometimes. Well, you have to tell like, them uh, what kind of travel, <laughs> what kind of person doesn't tell them to switch out the, I guess I didn't used to do that, but I, I saw my parents do it. They're like, yeah, can you switch You would kind out? of expect them to do it, you no? Just, like, it was just, that, that's no, what they're you can't expect. you can't expect anything. You have to slip them some rippies and <laughs> be like, bro, <laughs> clean it. Bro, clean it. <laughs> but even if they, because I mean, yeah like that that part of it can be kind of gross the like there's no fda so there's nothing there's no regulation there but that it's a different world it's like two worlds yeah that's the only time it's not necessarily a scam because you are technically getting fresh pressed and it's not as expensive as it is in general and and you know like it's interesting because when it comes to juicing and all of these you know things and when I say juicing, I don't mean steroids. I mean actual juice. <laughs> Just to be clear. <laughs> Just natural, fresh, pressed juice. Yeah, it's like, you know, like you're saying, you could do any of these things at home, but who's really going to do that consistently? Like, I know maybe two people who make, like, smoothies at home by themselves, and they, they're able to actually do that because they have, like, a routine going. But if you're one of those people who, like, buys a fancy-ass juicer and, like, uses it twice – then that's a scam but if you're being consistent it's not a scam but then if you buy it i hope to be that person that like has juice every single day from a juicer that'd be so nice that'd be so healthy i mean i would just i think that we i think we should create an app that uh, a butler just comes up and 
delivers you fresh pressed juice every day <laughs> just a fresh pressed juice truck fresh. that like goes around yeah like an ice cream truck but for adults <laughs> yeah and for fresh pressed juice just giving out handing out shots of wheatgrass like it's nothing <laughs> shots of lavender Ooh, lavender is uh is firmly firmly in the non-scam column i know some people bitch about how sometimes it smells too strong or whatever that's because you're getting fake lavender that's what's going on there it you know people are like oh i don't like the smell of lavender it's too overpowering it's like because you're not smelling real lavender like yeah you're smelling lavender that they sprayed lavender onto yeah or or you're smelling some cheap like imitation essential oil that isn't actual lavender because actual lavender is quite pleasant and not overpowering and you know not I'm not talking about like the lotions and stuff I'm not talking about the general lavender like the you know almost like lavender flavor type thing where you you know you smell in your uh lavender flavored like margaritas oh this dude lavender lemonade is I think I had a transcendent experience the first time I tasted lavender lemonade and I remember it fondly because the time the first time I tasted real lavender lemonade it really blew my mind because it tasted amazing and it wasn't like there was nothing in it except for like you know the lavender simple syrup which you know they're using actual lavender for that so it felt real nice but okay so yeah so that's... I've had lavender coffee but like it depends on the place there yeah. was this one spot that made really good lavender like honey espresso I remember, but then Dutch Bros recently had a lavender cold brew, and that, it felt, it tasted weird. Well, it did not taste good. Yeah, that sounds, I mean, Dutch it Bros. It had that fake lavender taste. Yeah, Dutch Bros is like the fast food of coffee. You don't want to, you don't want to go there for a quality ass cup. You go there when you're, you know, <laughs> when you're on a late night run, and you got some munchies, and you want to get some, something sweet, and perhaps caffeinated to to go with it that's or you're going on like a road trip and you need like a massive yeah you want to go through the drive through because you're real lazy and don't want to go to like one of those nice coffee shops and wait 15 minutes so (laughs) that's that's what you're doing uh yeah that's I think that's a good that's a good list let's do a quick recap before the end of our episode so we have in the this this episode episode four not five that (laughs) I, I messed up in the beginning and kept calling it episode five but Episode four was things that were not scams. We covered green tea, not a scam. Uh, K-pop, K-pop is not a scam. Not a scam. And then and under under the column of green tea, we talked about decaf, which is a horror show. So <laughs> <laughs> don't drink decaf coffee. It's terrible for you. Okay, yeah. K-pop, uh, not a scam. US- you yeah usps and masks definitely not a scam yeah wear your mask and don't be scared to send mail you plebs (laughs) (laughs) um and then we talked about vinyls we speculated the what we speculated about vinyl records yeah yeah so vinyl record and record players we speculated but came to the consensus that it's not a scam uh and then we talked about this last streaming thing. Oh yeah, streaming services. I guess it we put depends on on whichever ones, you know. Sometimes if they become too commercial, they're scams because they sold out. Um, but that's the dream. <laughs> Just sell out. <laughs> right. Uh, eventually we too will sell out. Um, you heard it here first. So <laughs> um, uh, was there anything we missed? And then, you know, oh fresh lavender. Pressed, fresh pressed juice. That's uh, you know, it's m- mostly not like the 
thing itself is not a scam, but everything surrounding it, be beware, beware of the pitfalls of this scam of fresh pressed juice. Um, yeah, and lavender, real lavender, not cheap, crappy essential. Not the scammy lavender. Yeah, like actual authentic lavender is not a scam. That's a lot of things. So I think we can come to the conclusion that like everything. There's a real version of it, and then there's a scam version of it. Like, the USPS masks being a scam is the scam of USPS and masks. Ooh. Yeah. Think about that, listeners. Think about that. Uh, yeah, that's that's a firmly... That's a good place to stop for today. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we told you that our last episode was the last one of the year, but... It turned out that our last episode was just the last episode until the next one. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we're going to keep that <laughs> theme going. <laughs> um, and then we'll we'll have some bonus material uh, for you guys uh, someday. <laughs> Probably someday <laughs> soon. We'll, we'll do a work in progress. Yeah, we're going to be reviewing uh, three poetry collections. Um, first one will be Ruby Core's Home Body because... Uh, we got to do it for the culture. <laughs> um, yeah. Because the other two books that we're reviewing are uh, Halsey's new poetry collection and Lana Del Rey's poetry collection that came out earlier this year. So if we're doing two like <laughs> female music artists, <laughs> poetry collections, mm-hmm. we had to throw in the Rupi Core. <laughs> yeah. And she just recently came out, you know, she honestly, she's a game changer. She made poetry. She made a whole category for poetry being like, number one on the new york times yeah and like like getting its own recognition it's it's the caption of it's like it's you know the the picture captions that you see everywhere and and the instagram captions and all that she created the era of instagram yeah she did create the era of instagram posts and and for you know as much as we talk about how instagramming breeds contempt it also is too relevant for us not to touch on so yeah so be on the lookout for the bonus material and as always uh you know be safe but also don't be wear a mask. <laughs> yeah wear a mask um don't be a dick and uh you know we'll see you next year yeah well at this point yeah we'll we'll you know we'll reconvene next year um episode four out I'm not joking, I'm just joking.